This is the CMO of GaiaX, Vasilia Orfano. This is our newest podcast series. GaiaX is a newly aspiring, rising European association, and together with you, we can develop a new concept of data infrastructure ecosystem based on the values of openness, transparency, sovereignty, and interoperability. Join us today at GaiaX and be part of this technological ecosystem. Hello, good morning. This is the GaiaX podcast series with Vasilia Arfanou, the CMO of GaiaX. We are here today with Andreas Weiss, uh, Head of Digital Business Models and member of the GaiaX Association Technical Committee Federation Services to discuss about the GXFS project. Hello, Andreas. Hi, Vasilia, and uh, thank you very much for the invitation. Good to have you here with us. It's one of our first series, um, the Guy X podcast series. So we're really, really uh, grateful that you had the chance and uh, the time and availability afforded uh, for this uh, podcast series. So we'll go uh, right ahead on, on the project. Please let us know a little bit about uh, the GXFS project, what this is all about. Well, GXFS is the acronym for Gaia X Federation Services. And those who followed the evolution of Gaia X, they still know that at the early beginning, we described a so called set of federation services in four key dimensions, which is how to deal with identity and access management and trust services, how to describe services and build up a catalog of services and further on how to provide appropriate means for sovereign data exchange, and this in conjunction with compliance assessment. So these are the four key pillars, and this is mainly what we are talking about uh, in the context of Gaia-X Federation Services, or short, GXFS. If we try to connect the Gaia-X, uh, Gaia-X ecosystem, what would be the role of GXFS in, in, in Gaia-X specifically? Yeah, we clearly outlined that Gaia-X is now the joint approach to manage data ecosystems and infrastructure ecosystems together, because this is really what we need when we talk about trust mechanism and how to apply uh, compliance criteria like GDPR or others, uh, because therefore we need to link the view. And this is done by the so-called federation concept. So those user groups who are using typical infrastructure, so everything what we need already out of the cloud space, and uh, connect them with data services, which is currently the emerging model in conjunction with data spaces. This has to be managed jointly, and therefore we are applying the federation services to operationalize such federations and to bring them up to running and uh, to support them with a core conceptual model as described by the GaiaX community. Uh, Andreas, how will the GAIAX Federation Services work in practice? We know it's one of the key pillars in terms of the implementation of GAIAX, but what does this mean practically? Practically, it's a set of microservices, and we are outlining this as a kind of toolbox. As I mentioned, we have these four areas, and uh, we are closely connected to existing standards, mainly out of W3C. And uh, so uh, what has been described in the standards from the function model, for example, how to deal with self-sovereign identities, this is now turned into functional code. 
by the Federation services. And by this, we are offering a, a huge set of services which can be used, which can be orchestrated to bring up a Federation service up and running. So at the end of the day, it's functional code which runs on typical cloud infrastructures and can be used as we know it uh, via web interfaces and so on and so forth. Who can participate in uh, GXFS and how? Let's say I'm a developer, I'm a policy officer, and I'm really interested to to participate in this project. Do I call you? Do, do I call the no. project? Do, do, do I call the ministry? How, how, how do I even uh, get to participate in something that I really like to be involved, such as GXFS? Well. Unfortunately, yes, I'm getting cold, but I need to streamline this. And for sure, and this is a platform by GAIA-X and the GAIA-X Association. So we have the committees within the association. So most of the areas we are discussing are part of the technical considerations. So we have the technical committee. But there are also relations to the policies and rules committee for compliance areas and also to the data space community for um, data space related questions. So we have formalized this within the GAIAX Association and we have the groups which are taking care about all the tiny details. As you mentioned in the introduction, I'm heading the technical working group, uh, technical committee working group, federation services. And uh, a key information is this is intent to be open source. So this is the engagement of the community in the in the upcoming future. So everything we are doing is open source and will be contributed to the community uh, according to an open public open source license like Apache license two. And uh, by the, so this is from the formal side, we have the expert, the subject matter experts who are defining the conceptual model and the requirements. And then we have our community, for example, minimal viable Gaia community or we engage them by the hackathons, and we had a very successful hackathons recently. Uh, this is then the option to step in, to contribute on code, to bring up ideas. But of course, we need to formalize it and to bring it into official documents. And this is then the, the one of the key deliverables of the GAIAX Association. So, Andreas, uh, what we would advise is basically <clears throat> anyone that is interested in, in participating in GXFS to uh, kind of attend uh, one of the next tech dives, let's say, or the next hackathons and get information from there and then be part of, of the technical committee of GAIAX and then we would take it further with, with these people. How would it work? Yeah, uh... Honestly, of course, uh, we are also getting the question, where can I plug in into Gaia-X? Exactly. And I, and I must give the response, well, there is not a simple plug-in because Gaia-X is huge. And uh, we are guiding, we are providing guidance. We issued a set of videos. We are promoting now further see, uh, videos for more in-depth information, how it works. We are promoting a lot of white papers. Uh, next one is around sovereign, self-sovereign IDs. And we are offering deep dives to get engaged and to get up to speed with the implementation approach via GXFS. Uh, but to, honestly, we need to state this is a reference implementation. We are also interested to, to listen to other ideas. And uh, therefore, we have a wider community also within the ARSBL. Uh, to to extend the opportunities to be engaged in GAIA-X. 
previously you discussed about the main pillars of, of uh, the GXFS, but if we were to enumerate the specific services that are currently developed under the, the framework of uh, GXFS, which would that be? Yeah, for example, when we talk about identity, which is already a very important area, uh, we need something to authenticate persons, individuals against a, a web uh, backend. Um, and best case, you should not always to reauthorize people when you're going into various sub-services. Then we need, um, according to this SSI standard, um, uh, an approach to issue so-called decentralized identifiers, organizational wallets. And this is, for most of the people, something new to deal with the wallets. But this is part of the self-sovereign identity management. So we need these wallets on organizational level and on individual level. So, Vasilia, in the future, you will get your own Gaia-X passport in your smartphone wallet, or you have a browser plug-in, or we can manage it also in the cloud backend. And then we need the trust services to federate identities cross over ecosystems. And so you can see we are already talking about four services which are part of our GXFS deliverables. And in the same area we are contributing to in the other work packages, for example, in the compliance part with the kind of notarization services to issue or to transfer the analog world into the digital world. Let me say it simply like that. And uh, in the future, we will see even more of such services to address certain areas where we think it is worth to have a deliverable to enhance the concept of federation services. Earlier this year, Andreas, uh, we uh, issued a press release about uh, the milestones uh, that we would uh, release in, in April and throughout the year. Uh, if we would try to explain which are our targets and which are in fact the milestones that we've achieved so far uh, in a top-down approach one two three uh, please take us through a little bit about these aspects yeah um, we started our project I need to scope it down into the area for Germany because it's a funded project yes. we started it uh, in uh, early 20 one mm -hmm. and uh, issued then the first set of specifications so the written specifications about the federation services in may 2021 and then we had an open eu-wide tender for implementation and this took some time of course but we have to follow the governance because this is public money so we need to be serious on this of and course. then we assigned the development end of last year and now the parties who are going to transfer the specifications into functional code are working diligent on these uh, activities. And, and uh, we uh, agreed with them to have the first deliverables within Q2. So Q2 has already started, but most likely by end of Q2. And then we have another QA phase. But the key message here is Gaia-X will be operational in the area of Federation services within 2022. This year is a year to deliver functional code and to bring this and to turn this into functional federations based on this open source approach. But of course, we have other lighthouse projects like Katina-X, which are already advancing in parallel. They are following the concepts and uh, they will also start within this year with in conjunction with other lighthouse projects. Simply saying, 
No one should just wait for GXFS. They should make themselves familiar. They can also implement it with own means as long as they are following the conceptual recommendations and the standards which are outlined within the GAIA-X committees. So while we are trying to um, target ourselves in, in throughout the year, obviously there are certain opportunities and there are certain challenges. Uh, which would be, let's say, the, the priorities in, in terms of um, the challenges that you currently have? And that you foresee is it is it uh, the mindset currently is it how the ecosystem is running at this time is it uh, a matter of stakeholder engagement which would be the main challenges that you see as you mentioned we have a lot of challenges on the radar i think the key challenge is we need to be fast we cannot serialize these activities we cannot wait two years for standardization committees to get things done and recommended. So, uh, so and this has to be managed in parallel. So we have a lot of parallel activities. And I think we don't have a problem of stakeholder engagements because there's already a huge community. It's very impressive what has happened uh, just by the memberships of the GAIA-X Association. Um, I've never seen this speed before in any of the huge activities around cloud and data spaces and so on. But simply saying to manage it, to deal with the expectations is a challenge by itself. And uh, sometimes I'm lacking the attitude to take decisions because we need to take decisions. We can refine the decisions, but we cannot continuously discuss things without taking decisions. So this is one of the key important recommendations so far. And beside this, I must state GAIA-X is a one-in-a-lifetime experience. It is exciting and I really like the momentum we achieved already. I am very impressed about all the use cases and the, the problems they are targeting and hopefully they find solutions with the support by GAIA-X. And uh, I'm, I'm really convinced this is the way we have to go. Andreas, do you actually see, um, except from aside from a, a technical, uh, let's say, output and technical impact, uh, do you actually see social impact as a result of um, uh, the Gaia X standard implementation, the specifications? Well, it's it's hard, and I don't want to oversell Gaia X because Gaia-X cannot solve the problems of our lives in, in all aspects, but it will help to manage, for example, crisis, to uh, make more in terms of sustainability and moreover resilience of digital infrastructures and digital services, because this is one of the objectives here. Uh, we always need a plan B in the digital space because we in the real life, we face situations we would like to avoid in the next iteration. And I think this is also applicable for digital services and the other aspects of digital transformation, because the digital services are getting more and more system relevant. And this is something which causes a mind shift, of course, and therefore we need to provide convincing environments 
to really showcase how it can work. And therefore we need the use cases. And then we have to convince by facts, not by PowerPoint. So this is really what I'm, what, what is driving me. Stop talking, do something and showcase that this is a real improvement. But with any expert I'm talking to, they say, this is a way to go. We need the data, we need data availability. We can talk about sovereign data exchange. We need this federated concept to build a framework for cooperative working, not a centric platform approach that people are really trust each other, that they have the transparency for self-determined decisions. Um, so in this sense, it helps a lot and it will have some impact for the civil society as well. But it's just, a, it is not a direct engagement of the civil society. It is more on a, on a business level, but of course the advantages are serving for the society in general. Um, and as a uh, conclusion, uh, Andreas, what are the um, next steps uh, for GXFS? What do you foresee as the next steps in terms of targets, in terms of milestones? Well, um, beside the development, we yeah. are targeting a, a huge cycle of dissemination activities because we need to explain it. We need to help the projects to be engaged, to make the right decisions and that they are enabled to scope on their business scenarios and not on the underlying uh, conceptual framework, which is delivered by Gaia X and uh, not even with Gaia X recently, uh, just, just to outline this so-called IPSA CRS. So the important project for common European interest for cloud infrastructures has been submitted now to the commission for notification. So this is the next step to bring Gaia-X into operation together with the investments into digital infrastructures up to the edge. So, so my next challenge is after the federation concept is to extend it to this cloud edge continuum uh, workloads and, and how to orchestrate workloads within this decentralized approach. And this will lead then to additional services we can offer within the Federation services to monitor such workloads, to, to, to manage them. And uh, this will also help the community uh, to be more engaged and uh, getting fast into this model of decentralized data computing services. In, in terms of a call to action, you've discussed that uh, we need to take decisions. Right now, we may be lacking this type of attitude that we cannot sit around waiting of things and we need to convince by facts, not by PowerPoint. That would be a call to action. Uh, just for our audience, what would be your number one call to action at this point? Okay. Um... I think what we need now, we, we, we made all these core technical decisions and now we have to bring this level of alignment and orchestration and issue blueprints, how it can work. So simply saying, instead of discussions, do we need connector A, B, C, D, just bring it into a conceptual model and showcase what are the real requirements and then make also evidence-based decisions um, and this is 
will be always complex. Uh, and uh, another level of complexity is there are already a bunch of initiatives around us who are probably addressing the same objectives. We need to understand how to liaise with them um, because each of them, it is always hard for a project to refine their agenda or their their approach just by the fact that there's another initiative in parallel. So this is a constant fight and we need to be open-minded in this sense. Try to identify the key functional models, try to join the forces and to to, to uh, join the, the intelligence um, by all the parties and bring it together and write it down. But don't try just with a copy-paste to bring all the areas in parallel, all the conceptual ideas in parallel, because this will be conflicting. So simplify the approach, make a simple model, but which is very sound and very mature in, in the core functions and try to get rid of all the fancy additional details uh, and all the, let me say, 0.1% issues, go for the 80% solution and then refine it to enhance it. Thank you very much, Andreas. It was a pleasure having you in our uh, podcast series. Uh, we'll be in touch again. We would like to hear more about the GXFS project uh, throughout the year. Uh, so I, I guess our next appointment uh, will be in three months from now. Uh, looking forward to speaking to you again and uh, see where um, the evolution takes us. We really need to embrace the momentum as we're currently standing. Thank you very much, Vasilia, and I'm very keen to listen to all the other podcasts uh, because <laughs> this is our <laughs> very important to, to understand various positions and to bring it into a common picture. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Take care. Thank you. Bye.